Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the Light the Fight podcast. Welcome to the OG Therapy. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Light the Fights. And my man Jason did not go anywhere. He is my parent correspondent. He's here with us today and he's got another question. If you didn't listen to the last episode, you'll be noticing that we're doing a lot more questions, trying to get to quickly to the sweet spot of the question to give you guys that delicious goodness of the parenting situations and drama and stress that you need to relieve in your life. So Jason's going to queue up another question. We're going to, we've got tons of questions to get to. So without further ado, Jason, let's run it. Yeah, let's, uh, let's go through this. This one was pretty heavy. Um, I was, uh, it was interesting to read this one. It says, okay, so this is from a very concerned parent, obviously. What do I say if I catch my teen vaping either at school or a friend's house or even in our house? Oh, man, David, that's a tough one, I think. But what do you think, man? What would you do? What do you say? Um, if you catch them vaping, just tell them that, um, say, three Hail Marys, and they'll be fine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that's no, no diss easy. on the Catholic Church. because Goodbye. <laughs> one of my Catholic buddies, he said the same thing. He's like, hey, what happens if I find my kid doing something else? He's like, what am I supposed to do? Just say a couple of Hail Marys and just forgive them? I'm like, no, not quite. So that was a little inside <laughs> joke there. Um, no, uh, first off, my heart goes out to the parent or any parent, well, all the parents who are going to be listening to this because I think this is a pretty hot topic. First and foremost, a long time ago, it used to be cigarettes, right? Now, if you see a kid smoking cigarettes and they're a teenager now, it's like, man, they're an old soul, right? They're, they're, they're a throwback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh it's definitely it's it's the new cigarette thing however now it smells like grape crush or orange dream or i don't know the names of them just making them up but they seem to have like cool like little names and big old clouds of smoke and there's definitely a culture behind vaping that's enticing to a lot of kids back and in the old sometimes not there's no smoke at all like it's like smoke less like so they can sneak around with it and i mean it's that's really a what's so different about it from cigarettes yeah. even right well i mean it's a different type of smoke right so yeah. it doesn't linger as long it's not going to just stink the clothes it's easier for them to get away with it um but still something has changed the reason why i compare it to the, the reason why i brought up old school cigarettes and why i'm saying this before i even answer the question is that there's a certain thing about teenagers and adolescents where they want to be rebellious they want to look cool Back in the old days, you'd see, I forget who the guy was, but it was a classic uh, black Marble and white. man. No, it was, uh, the, tea, it was the movie, though. Um, the, oh, the, the, movie. the guy with the slicked hair, the leather jacket, leaning up against the... Uh, oh, James Dean or something. James probably. Dean. James <laughs> Dean, yeah. Um, James Dean, a bunch Rebel of other without figures. A cause, yeah, Rebel Without a Cause, exactly. So there's always been that like kind of edginess to like, yeah, I'm an outlaw, you know, I'm smoking cigarettes. Well, vaping... Now, a lot of parents have told me like, well, that doesn't look cool. So I think this is lame. At least cigarettes had like a cool thing to it. I've had a couple of parents tell me, it's like, I could see the attraction to that. The problem is that just because you don't think it's cool, mom and dad, doesn't mean that it's not cool to this generation. Yeah. 
there's a lot of kids that have social anxiety. If you didn't know that, well, then you have not been awake in the past 10 years. And because social anxiety is climbing and at an all-time high, there's going to be a lot of things that people are going to want to use as some sort of a social pacifier. Cell phone can be one of them. A vape mod can be another. Now I'm talking about the kids who are new to this, the kids who aren't fully addicted and who aren't doing all the time. Recently on my other podcast, OG Therapy, we had a really good question come in from a teenager that said, how do I help my friend? Uh, how do I tell my friend that I'm worried about them vaping so much? So I want you to go listen to that episode too, because there'll be some nuggets that I, that I dropped in that episode that I won't be sharing in this episode. But from a parent perspective, you got to know, first of all, that if you try to come at your kid and you try to attack them and try to shame them and try to yell at them, do kind of more the old school way, A, that doesn't err on the side of the relationship. And if you listen to the last podcast, I said, you know, the, the, the less you blow up, the more you'll follow up. So you don't want to blow up on your kid, even as pissed off, as angry as you are. Now I'm talking to my wife right now. She's probably not going to listen to this episode because we don't have to worry about that right now with our kids. But I'm talking to people like her where she's just, she's a pit bull, man. She's a red personality. She wears her emotions on her sleeve. And if she sees something, she says it, she calls it out. And this is something that for you type of people, it's going to be hard because you're going to want to just address it and attack it because there's so much fear behind it. What if they get addicted? Uh, what if they get lung cancer? What if this happens? So many kids are having polyps in their lungs and it's causing a lot of serious health concerns. Don't, do not Google vaping issues on YouTube or, or just, or not on YouTube. Don't look it up. Don't look it up on Google after this because it'll scare you to death. There's horrible stories out there. There's stories out there where it's killing kids and it's causing them to be very ill. I don't want you to look at that after listening to this, because if you are talking to uh, a kid of yours, or if you have talked to one of your children, or if you've um, worried at all about them vaping, you want to talk to them about it. But if you catch them in a vaping situation, Jason, I think it's safe to say that how you handle that, it's going to have to take some tact. Because one, if you embarrass them, it makes it more taboo, and it makes it more of a rebellious situation. A lot of times when I talk to teenagers, they're not quite addicted yet. They're trying to be cool. They're using it as a social uh, pacifier. Like I said, they're just, they're just trying to fit in. They, they don't really know where, where, where they stand quite yet in their social groups. And it just takes one kid to uh, pull out the vape and for them to go, yeah, okay. Most kids know that hitting a vape one time is not going to kill them, right? Especially if it's like a legal vape that was bought somewhere. The difference is that we don't know if it's a legal vape as parents. We don't know if it's going to have long-term addiction or health effects. So we go to panic mode. Don't panic. Take a deep breath. Remember, err on the side of the relationship. You hear this from me a lot because your relationship is going to be the determining factor in how much influence you have over them to nudge them in a direction that this, this, isn't, this isn't the move. This isn't what they want in their life. Now, that's a tough sell when you're trying yeah. to convince a teenager that this could be dangerous to them. It could hurt them and it could harm them. But if you talk to them and you use the relationship that I call the connection currency that you have with your kid, that means you're saying, hey, I'll give you an example. Let's imagine I'm a parent. I catch my kid vaping um, outside of her house. My spouse sees it. She wants to freak out. No, no, let's handle this. I listen to this podcast, like the fight, sit air on the side of the relationship. Don't freak out. Pull, let's say I pull my son because it's more likely to be my son than my daughter, if I'm being totally honest. He's still young, but he's more likely the one to try something like that. I'd pull yeah. him aside. I would just tell him what I observed. Say, listen, I'm about to tell you something, and I just want you to let me talk. Don't interrupt me because you're not in trouble. 
you know, nothing bad's going to happen. But, you know, I, I saw something. I just want to let you know I saw. Here's what I saw. I pulled up to the house the other day, saw you on the back porch, big old cloud of smoke. Definitely looked like some vape smoke. Definitely looked like a, a cumulus cloud, like up in the sky. And then it just quickly disappeared. Right. And uh, I just want to let you know that um, even though I don't know how long you've been vaping, this maybe this is the first time. Because, by the way, a lot of people say, it's the first time. I was just holding it for a friend. Like, you yeah. hear these things all the time. I would just simply tell them, say, listen, I'm not going to tell your mom right now, but you and I need to talk about this because you and I needed to go talk to mom about it. Because you know if mom found out about this, you know, she wouldn't be so happy. But if we go talk to mom and we tell the situation, we get our story straight, then, uh, then I can help you out. Because I don't believe you're a bad kid. I don't believe if, if, if you vaped every single day and you're addicted to it. I, don't, I wouldn't believe that would make you a bad kid either. Because vaping or not making doesn't, if you don't vape, it doesn't make you good. If you do vape, it doesn't make you bad. What it means is that something's going on in your life. Maybe you're trying to fit in. Maybe you're anxious or maybe you're just curious. Whatever it is, we can talk about it. We can work through it. And so let's, I'd really like to have a discussion with you about it. So if you notice, those were all statements. If you've been a fan of the podcast for a long time, I tend to lean towards statements when you're trying to deal with a difficult conversation. It definitely softens the blow of whatever you're going to say. Let's them know what you're thinking and feeling. Jason, what do you think about that approach that I just gave our listeners an example to? Oh, I thought it was great. I man, I I need to be reminded so often of the statements versus questions because, you know, my mind immediately went to this place of, you know, as if they're five years old again, and I'm asking questions like, "Why would you think that's you know good for you?" or "Why would don't you, you do know that? that's going to or... kill you?" <laughs> right? Yeah. So asking all these almost rhetorical questions to a teen. It's just going to drive it further away, them further away, and and uh, from the relationship. So I loved how you made those statements. I think that's cool. I, I'm also curious, you know, what if you don't catch them actually in the act, but you know, you you hear about it from you know their friend or whatever, like, hey, they did that at school, or it's uh, it's something everyone does in the bathroom, you know, or at the at the football game, you know. Well, how do you how do you approach that when you're not sure it's confirmed, you know, with your kid? Well, if you caught me a little smirk, a little smile, because <clears throat> this is one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I love to do this with students. I love to teach parents how to do this. It, it's it's kind of based off an old uh, an old saying that most people have heard it says walk softly, but carry a big stick. So <laughs> if you don't blow up and you don't freak out but you follow through with discipline and punishment, but it's not personal, that's more fearful for your kids. Guaranteed. Always. Because hmm. it's not personal. It's not like you're trying to stop them. It's, no, I know who I am. I know what I believe in. I know what I think is right and wrong. And I know it's you know what I think is right for you. And regardless of if you make a mistake or if you intentionally did something or if it was just, you know, like a just you just completely screwed up, right? Regardless of what happens, I'm not going to treat you any differently because I don't think you're evil or you're bad, but I also don't need to be a bad parent for disciplining you. That's my job, right? Your job as a teenager is to go to school, do these things, make some mistakes, learn from those mistakes, right? You learn more from losses than you do from wins. So in this situation, I like to take that type of approach. And it would sound something like this. Because in this question said, what if uh, you catch your kid vaping at your house, at school, at someone else's house? I think what they really meant was kind of what you were saying, Jason. What if you hear about them vaping? Yeah. How are you going to catch them inside their friend's house in the basement when their parents aren't home? 
not yeah, rare. They, not, they'd have to be like accidentally FaceTiming you and just dumb enough to leave no. it on. Like that's not going to happen. Right. So right. in this scenario, you take this approach. Hey, uh, let me talk to you for a second. They come over to you. Craziest thing happened today. Oh, well, what's that dad? I was, uh, hanging out with, uh, some people and, they said, oh, yeah, your son's over there. Oh, yeah, your son's the kids on the basketball team, lacrosse team. Whatever. Oh, yeah, I saw him. Yeah, <clears throat> saw him over in the parking lot. A bunch of those kids were <clears throat> vaping. And uh, just thought I'd let you know. I said, oh, you saw my son over there vaping? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Thank you for that information because, hey, you know, if I saw your kid vaping, I think that, you know, be information that you'd want to know too. Yeah, I appreciate it. What are you going to do about it? Oh, don't worry. I'm going to handle it. Ooh, what are you going to do? I mean, I, I have a good relationship with my kids, so I'm going to talk to him about it because, you know, me, me and my kid, we, we, we talk things out and, you know, hey, how's he going to learn if, if he doesn't realize, you know, that uh, there's consequences that you don't get to choose for your actions, right? You don't get to pick your consequences, right? So I appreciate the time. Thank you. So that's what happened today. Someone said they were vaping, but dad, dad, I, no, no, I don't, I'm going to assume that you weren't vaping because you're my little angel. You're someone that I trust dearly. You've never lied. You've never cheated. You never stole money from mom's purse last week. You know, you, you, didn't, you didn't tell us that, you know, you went to bed at 10, but you went to bed at 11 and said, these things have never happened. It's kind of like a wink, wink type of a thing, right? Yeah. But here's what I want to tell you, son. You know that vaping and stuff like that is just stuff as a teenager that you got to figure out. I'm not going to tell you that if you're vaping, you're bad. If you don't vape, you're good. I'm not going to tell you that um, if I catch you vaping, that it's no big deal and you're not going to have consequences. You're not going to have punishments because that, that's just, that's just the, the way things go around our house. If we did catch you vape and if I saw you with my own eyes, well, then I would tell you what do you think is a fair punishment for that? Because there's no way you would ever think that me as your dad is going to be cool with you vaping. But at the same time, there's no way that I'm going to think you as a teenager that you're never going to make a mistake. I know you're going to make some mistakes. So let's do this. If you were vaping with your friends, I, I, know, I, I know you weren't, son. I know you weren't, son. You guys can see the role play. I, I, I'm saying, let's say in the off chance you were. Or let's say even better, it looked like you were. Just remember, your reputation is very important. For those kids you're hanging out with, they may think it's cool but your reputation with mom and dad and other people is also important. So I'm gonna leave it up to you. I don't think you're a vapor. I don't think that's something you wanna do, but if that's something you experiment with or if it's something you wanna experiment with, just know if it gets back to me and mom, you're gonna be in trouble. If it gets back to other people, they're gonna look at you differently. If you wonder why some of your friends' parents don't want you to hang out their house or don't invite you to kick it with their kids and stuff like that anymore, it probably has something to do with that. So I'm just letting you know, that's on you. But I am going to be paying closer attention. I will be smelling your clothes more and stuff like that. Not because I'm trying to catch you, because I just don't want you to get caught in that situation where you think that that's something you have to do to be rebellious and cool. If you want to like be cool and if you want to be like different or if you want to like have something uh, to make you stand out, go to the gym, train harder and win a championship, win a medal. Become the best athlete, become the best at what you're trying to do, whether it's drawing, swimming, basketball, no matter what it is. You want to look cool? Go put 30 points up against the next team you play. There's other, there's other ways to look cool too, son. That's how I'd approach that.
That's nice. Wow. I like it. Uh, you know, and I am curious, you know, if, if for whatever reason, the kid then does spill the beans or then the, the vape falls out of the pot, you know, the pocket or the backpack, what's the punishment? You know, how do you handle that? Well, that, that going off of what I said, let's say the bat, the vape falls out of the backpack. Oh yeah. It's uh it's my friend's vape. Okay. I, as a parent, would establish ahead of time, before the school year starts, just let you know, if you get caught in a vape in your possession, even if it's your friends that you're just holding it because for some reason you need to hold it for them because you're a good friend and they can't hold it themselves because they don't, they have no arms, right, for some reason. You know, you can be, this is where some gent, some light humor is okay. I'm just letting you know, any of those things, any of that contraband, what they call it, any of that stuff in our house or on your possession, First time I give you a chance and you get to pick your consequence. Now, if I don't think your consequence is strict enough, I'll tell you to guess again and I'll help you find that, find that sweet spot would be nice. Okay. Second time, if you get caught with anything or if you get caught doing it second time, I am going to also help you pick your consequence, but this time you're going to have to up the ante. If not, you're going to lose trust. Like we're not going to let you hang out with those friends anymore. Do you want us to think differently about your friends who you're holding the vape with? No, you don't want us to hate your friends. Cause I, like I said, I don't think you're a bad person. If you did, it. I don't think they're a bad person. If you did it. But the third time any of this stuff comes to our house, you get caught or if someone even tells me you did, then I get to pick your consequence. And that yeah. one after that time, and that's telling me, this is a little bit more important to you than I think it should be. And maybe you might uh, become a little dependent upon it. Maybe it's starting to become a bad issue, bad habit. Well, then I'm going to pick a consequence that you're not going to like. I'm not threatening you. It's just, this is just uh, it's to help you. Just like your coach, you show up late to practice one time. Okay. All right. Don't do it again. Second time you're really late to practice. Hey, listen, run some laps. You're going to get in trouble. Third time. You may not play the first quarter of the game. You may not play the first half. Shoot. You may not play the whole game. If it's big enough. So this is, does your coach hate you if he's doing that? No, that's just part of the deal, man. That's just how the game's played. This is the game of life. And in our family, in our house, in our situation, this, these are the rules. Now we're going to willing to negotiate with you if you're making progress, but if it keeps on happening, then we got to take control. Nice statements versus questions. Uh, it's just such a brilliant concept. And uh, I love how you handle that. Like a coach. I like that uh, analogy. That's helpful. Very nice. Yeah, I, I think coaches, we all know, even though we may not like our coaches all the time, we'll see our coach yell at someone because they screwed up, well, then they yell at us. It's kind of spread out, right? Even yeah. even coaches that play favorites, it's like if someone makes a mistake, oh, what'd you do that for? Ah, oh, you know, they're going to yell at you. But if someone else makes mistakes, they yell at them too. Most coaches, yeah. even if they favor someone, they're going to be equally upset and equally happy at the whole team. Sometimes you guys play a good game. You win a game. The coach is happy with you. You may not even done that great in the game, but you get some of the, some of the extra happiness from the coach because it was a great win. So we just want our kids to see that, Hey, we're running a business here and in business, what's the famous saying they say in, in business, Jason, they say <laughs> it's, it's not personal. It's just, just business, man. Okay. Just business. Tell your kids, Hey, it's not personal. It's just family business. Yeah. Oh man, that's very helpful. But you can you only do I... that if you're not freaking out, yelling at them and saying, just like last year, how many times? So can I not trust you anymore? My wife has the habit of like to bring up old stuff and she's gotten way better at this. So I'm not knocking her. She still does it, but she'll bring up stuff like, I don't know if I can trust you more. Cause last week this happened. Then this week that happened, this, that, that. 
I go, that doesn't teach them anything. You're just kind of guilting them and shaming them into feeling bad. If your kid feels bad, it does not change the behavior. They have to see that what they're doing doesn't get them what they want. That changes the behavior. Yeah, that's helpful. And, you know, I think really establishing up front ahead of time, you know, hey, if these are the things that are going to pop up in our lives. Um, you know, these are going to be some of the consequences with the parent teen agreement and and making sure that the kids know exactly you know, what would happen yeah. if we have something come along like that? Obviously, you can't anticipate everything, but for them to know the standards and expectations in the home, that's a very important piece. You know, I could just hear my wife if she was here on the podcast or in the room. She'd be like, yeah, well, if you weren't such a Disneyland dad all the time, I wouldn't have to be such a hard A on the kids. <laughs> so in my <laughs> wife's defense, she's gotten a lot better. And in my defense, I've gotten a lot more assertive. I used to be yeah. more like more lax days cool, but man, my kids are getting older. I realized being a teen specialist, you know, my daughter's turned 13 soon. My, my son's, you know, almost nine. I'm like, okay, I got to start putting on the parent role. I can't be just like, oh, it's all be good. I'll be good. I got to start acting like a real manager, like a real, like I'm running a company versus, ah, just we'll get to it sometime. Yeah, no, that's true. So I love these, uh, these thoughts. I think you answered the question perfectly. So I mean, that's very helpful to our listeners and thank you for the the great thoughts and advice. I just, I'm just still blown away by statements versus questions. So helpful. Cause I would have come at it with a full on question <laughs> barrage, you know, I just need to keep re reworking it in my mind and, and, you know, really relearning how to parent. And that's, what's so cool about what we're doing here. Well, and that's why I teach statements versus questions as the, the cornerstone of everything. Business relationships, family relationships, whether, you know, whether we're doing a parent night, Jason, whether speaking to a company, an organization, statements versus question, it's the cornerstone because off of that, there's so many applications. There's so, it's relevant and it's applicable to so many situations that you want the relationship to be sustained. If you want to have a good, solid, sustained relationship, aka air on the side of the relationship, then that means you want positive, healthy influence. You want to use gentle persuasion. And working with teenagers, employees, um, spouses, whoever it is, it doesn't help you to be at odds with these people and to be at war with them because the work still got to get done. Now the work becomes a lot more difficult when you have people resisting your help and they're not wanting to work with you. Yeah, there you go. Some Kozlowski gems, ladies and gentlemen. You're welcome. <laughs> well, thank you, Jason, for getting those great questions and for being, a, a, you know, Poking, poking at some friends of yours, talking to some people, having them give these questions. I really appreciate it. As always, you guys follow us at, um, well, on Instagram, it's no longer like the fight. It's David Kozlowski. So if you happen to want to follow me, it's David underscore Kozlowski underscore. But um, also on YouTube, you know, like the fight on YouTube. Uh, you can follow Jason at Jason Hewlett, correct? I keep on That's saying, correct. I don't know. I, every time I say, it, I'm like, how did you get, I, I'm like miffed that you have that as your social media handle, but it doesn't surprise me. You're, you're, you're very, uh, you're very, you're one of those guys that gets the, gets the job done. So it doesn't surprise me at all that you were John on the spot and you got that before anyone else could grab it. Yes, sir. We got it. Okay. All right, you guys, thank you very much. And thank you for always to help us light the fight.